Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, Wednesday, April 5th, uh, exciting day today. We've got Brian Blade from the uh, Midwest Wrestling Association, a promoter, sometimes heavyweight champ. It just depends. Uh, I was just personally given a dissertation on Tetris on Apple+. Plus. If you haven't seen our Apple TV, if you haven't seen Tetris and you grew up in the 80s and know at least what the game is, it's well worth a watch, and it's decently historically correct with a lot of comedy. Uh, but what a great story of, I guess... Uh, copyright laws dealing with Western powers, you know, Britons, Americans, Germans, Nintendo, and the Russian, old Russian Communist Party uh, before the wall fell. Anyway, uh, I don't know why I'm telling you that. It's just it was a conversation we were having, and I was getting pretty fired up before the show. But, uh, Brian, welcome. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back again. Yeah, welcome back, I should say. Again, I'm Jack Riggins, your host. Uh, Always restoring American values, bringing common sense to the capital city. Johnny Cadillacs, working the board over there, executive producing. Um, you know, sort of a whatever Wednesday, so the call lines are always open. I would love if you call in, uh, keep it wrestling, focused at any level, because Brian really has been in the business 20-plus years. And, 22 years. Yeah, 22, and can talk about anything from, you know, what we see on TV down to what I like to call the barnstorming, you know, start original grassroots of wrestling of which uh midwest wrestling association is yeah very much so you know gotta start somewhere everyone's gotta start somewhere you so. do and i just i i go i i love having you on because i don't think you know we all went through in the 80s thinking it was completely real and oh by the way it is real it's just a form of athleticism and entertainment folks and and then we found out oh well wait a minute like some of this is a little bit theater but the moves and the training is real and and since then you know there's been many shows that show how people develop as wrestlers and to your point you got to start somewhere yeah i mean you have to you know you've got to get your training in and you've got to there's there's a lot that goes into it and a lot that people don't understand and it is very physically demanding it's it can be very mentally demanding well it's a professional sport or skill Period. Right. End of story. I mean, you can't just go learn a few and then be like, oh, I'm going to take a few years off. I mean, you got to work at it. I mean, there, I mean, yeah, you have to work. If you're going to be any good, you can work at it. I mean, there are guys that are, you know, that, you know, some of us out there call once a monthers that just, hey, I'm going to have my fun, do this once a month. I'm going to be, I'm going to entertain a couple people, entertain myself <clears throat> more than anything. And then, and, and then that's all they do. And then there's some of us that'll go around the country trying to be better, trying to entertain as many people as we can, and actually, you know, try to make money doing this instead of sure just being some what what some of us call backyarders. <laughs> well, I I was probably a backyarder and needed a trampoline to be able to pull off what appeared to me to be some of the moves back in the day. Well, I think a lot of people. I mean, that's not to say a lot of people didn't you know you didn't start in the backyard. I started in the living room. I mean. Yeah, I learned a lot of moves just in the living room wrestling with my brother and cousins and uncles and things like that. So we all start even even like that. You start somewhere, but like backyarder, I don't mean like if you're you know okay, you're having fun with your buddies, you know. But there there are a lot. You're not a professional if you're 
you know, wrestling in a ring in your mom's backyard. That's right, not, right. not professional wrestling. Right. It's, it can be entertaining, especially with social media these days, but I think most people see those things uh, just to see the train wrecks that might occur between uh, backyarders, if you will. Yeah, those make great uh, TikToks for those guys, you yeah. know, breaking bones and lighting themselves on fire and just a whole <laughs> bunch of dumb stuff that they do. Absolutely. Um when we caught up last, you had uh, you had an event in Lincoln, and then the very next day, I, I believe you went out west. Um, I can't recall right now that event. It just seems like it it wasn't too long ago. No, we I mean we've been to since we last talked. We've been to Lincoln and McCook and Beatrice and yeah. So we'll be back in Lincoln in a couple of weeks. So. There you go. Well, and Grand Island, we're coming to Grand Island too. So. Has there been any uh, movement, uh, big time in uh, champions tag teams, anything like that in in the last? You know, this Lincoln and then moving out west. Oh, Johnny, tell us how you in. feel about Dave Sullivan, Brian Blade. Well, first of all, who is Dave Sullivan? Well, Dave Sullivan uh, was a friend of mine, a former. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, formerly from WCW. Uh, he's he. Teamed with Sting and Hulk Hogan before. I mean, he was he was a former WCW tag team champion. So we uh, used to see him on TV. Quite yeah, you see him yeah. on TV quite a bit. Um, you know, he's he's in the Nebraska Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame also. But uh, you know, Dave kind of decided to turn his back on me and turn on me, and now we're uh, you know now we're not such good friends anymore. Wow. So it, I'm getting the sense it wasn't just in the ring. I mean, this it goes deeper than just in the ring, meaning uh, wrestling. But, I mean, this could maybe only be solved in the ring. Well, hopefully it'll be solved in the ring. I don't know if he'll actually get in the ring or he keeps throwing guys at me. I don't know. <laughs> sooner or later, we're going to – Johnny, sooner or later, you're going to have to have, make sure he gets in the ring or something oh, somehow man. or another. I mean, he, maybe he's too old. I don't know. But I, I wouldn't mind I mean, seeing him in the ring again. You, you do certain things, you're never too old to get punched in the face. But, Is he the current champion? No. The no. NWA heavyweight j- champion Van Johnson is breathing a little easier because in the contract that myself and the rest of the NWA board directors wrote together, and then Van Johnson had a lot of demands when he got his title shot. Now, Mr. Brian Blade has to wait six months before he can challenge for the title again wow. or get involved in championship matches. It sounds like uh, boardroom politics slash uh you know, maybe fake democracy has has got you uh, playing some games and in, in trying to get back in the title fight. Well, I was a little naive. I I, <laughs> let, I allowed I allowed Dave to sign some contracts for me. Um, I'm very busy. I wrestle all over the country, and sometimes I, you know, it it's hard to know what's written in everything all the time. So I needed somebody. It's like like in the MWA. So I had Dave. I said, Hey, look these over. You know, so what Johnny Cadillac gives you. You know. You can sign these contracts for you know upcoming title defenses, and I trusted him that he would you know, have my best interest because it seemed like he would have my best interest, and, well, I guess he didn't. So. From, a, from a legal standpoint, just want to throw out there that, yes, me, Johnny Cadillac, the same producer of Drive Time Link, and I also work for MWA as a ring announcer and a commissioner, and I help sell tickets to Lincoln events, but we have to make sure that's added to the show. So yes, and I am just sympathetic and have loved wrestling since I was young, and and I I enjoy, as you guys know, uh, helping uh, bring light to events and things that make people happy that you might not know are out there, and so that's why we always reach out to Brian. I think I, you know, speaking of naive, I'm going to throw a little news in here to this news opinion show, folks. Uh, give yourself a little pat on the back. Uh, I think a good job for a 
primary yesterday showing in the city. Uh, you know, if you're tracking all of that, uh, you will have uh, the incumbent Marion, uh, Marion, Larian Gaylord Baird, our mayor currently, uh, versus uh, Senator Suzanne Geist in the general. Uh, when you look at that uh, with Stan Parker in there, you pretty much have an equal vote between Republican and Democrat ideals, if you will. Um, so that should be a really interesting race um, as we move uh, into May. As well as many other uh, elections, I just what I'm saying here is I, I like the vote count, meaning people were getting out to vote. You know, you you essentially uh, had about 30 percent of the voter turnout for a primary um, and not everybody gets to vote in the primary. So um, I think that's good. Uh, one of my goals has always been in this show to get you uh, either fired up one way or the other about politics, but also to talk about the importance of each one of us and our vote and what it can do locally, state, and nationally. And I think we're getting there. Um, some other people, uh, you know, Board of Education um, was voted on, as well as Airport Authority. Uh, city council members so you know i'll stick with the big one uh because it was just the primary but if you go through the list uh that the uh um election commissioner here in lancaster county put out you see a lot of contested elections and that's the way i think they should be of note news um and i think probably surprised a lot of people uh senator suzanne geist uh did resign or i think will officially resign from the legislature on thursday um, to focus full time on running for mayor, which you know is fine, but I, I would think that that has surprised a lot of people. And so, um, I guess when you said naive, it it made me go, you know, a lot of us are always naive to the politics. And I just want to say, you know, good job, Lincoln Lancaster County, getting out and vote. And I will hope that we get a lot more than thirty percent out in the general election. Is she overconfident? Maybe she's overconfident. Thinks she's going to win the mayoralship, and that's why she resigned. Like, I'm going to win. I don't need this anymore. Is that? No, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't exactly know. I mean, I know that, um, you know, she's in her second term, I believe, as a state senator, and so essentially that is going to end here, um, you know, in two years, so to speak. And it takes a lot of time uh, to seriously run for mayor. I mean, when you see all the um, signs and the events and the fundraising, uh, and I think Senator Geist, as well as the incumbent mayor, I mean, they both care about Lincoln. And I think Stan Parker, who is on this show quite a bit, also uh, did a really great job, which was he didn't spend a lot of money, but he um, you know, came from a very uh, stout, leadership background and you know has built a business and did a campaign a different way um and i think that that is really cool the numbers in this case you know didn't go his way so now you're just down to the two um but i think that you know while many of us may not have politically thought about that i think you know if you're going to go all in then go all in and ultimately you know Right now, the legislature's in, so it's like, and there's a lot of bills that are important, and I bet just from an individual level, it does divide a lot of your time, and ultimately, you know, the law is clear, you know, you'll basically be able to get a substitute for the next year and a half, and then there'll be another election anyway, so I think it's a smart decision, Um, I just can't 
you know, I'm not in, in anybody's shoes, um, but you've got to kind of pick one or the other, right? You, it's interesting. You don't see on national politics as much when, you know, say somebody's, you know, a big wig in the House and Senate, and then, you know, they, they're going to be the president and, like, legitimately have a shot to be the president. That's true. That's, you that know, that's true. That's true. They're usually out in a primary or something. So in this case, I mean, you know, we've got two people, and we'll see how it plays out. And clearly, based on the numbers, it's probably going to be a pretty close race. Well, get out and vote, people, because uh, you can't complain if you don't vote. Yeah, isn't that the truth? I always like getting your opinion. The other one I've learned to love uh, on radio is we always get the government that we deserve because we either vote or we don't vote. Yep, very true. I mean, it's <laughs> if if you don't get out and vote, you may say your vote doesn't count, but obviously it counts, especially in, especially uh, at the local level. There's only so many people that can vote, so if if you don't get out, you get what you get, and you got to live with it for the next however many years. So. You know, one of the things I've always found going back to, um, you know, kind of the theater entertainment part of wrestling, going back to the Iron Sheik and, and, and you know, I can't remember uh, the USSR guy, but I Nikolai mean, Volkov. yeah, Nikolai Volkov. And then you had Sergeant Slaughter. I mean, there were always very country or region specific things. And sometimes politics, not the solving of politics or the debate, but the general feeling that was out there would play into the entertainment. Do you find in your local events that, um, and I don't know if you kind of do some of that as well, but people really enjoy just the entertainment factor to get away from what has become kind of a divisive time in America. Oh, for sure. That, I mean, that's our main objective is for you to come in for two, two and a half hours and forget about the rest of the problems in life, your problems, political problems, world problems, Come in, cheer, boo, just have a good time. And, yeah. you know, our goal is to put a smile on your face and you to enjoy yourself and leave with, you know, leave happy and you want to come back the next time. And, you know, when you're, when you walk inside the building, you know, whatever happens on the outside happens on the outside. We want you to focus and enjoy your time at the MWA or any event that I'm wrestling on anyway. Sure. So sure. What's, you know, when's the next Lincoln event? Uh, April 22nd. April 22nd? Oh, we're only a couple weeks away. Any any big uh, matches we should be looking out for? Well, we've got we we've got a couple, Johnny. Who do we got? Van Johnson, don't we taking on? Uh, Van Johnson is taking on former what three time MWA yep. heavyweight champion, gorgeous Alex Gretzky. Should be a good match. Gorgeous Alex Gretzky. Gorgeous Alex Gretzky. Also a past um, guest on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast. Okay, okay. Well, Johnny's pulling him in. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he is. Uh, he takes the wrestling part serious and the the history of it. I was so happy when we found out that, you know, he was a big wrestling guy and he's like, uh, Jack, do you not see my shirts every day we're in studio? And I finally was like, Oh my God, he always has a wrestling shirt on. <laughs> Coming today where I'm not wearing a wrestling well, shirt. Yeah, not either. Yeah, yeah just an Alaska know. shirt. I, I think you've laid it yeah, since I make those comments, I think you've been guilted into not wearing well one. there was i took a challenge with a friend of mine so i started on february 9th and we did this deal where every day between february 9th she started earlier nighted and wrestlemania i wore a different wrestling shirt every day so i'm uh cooling down a little bit now that wrestlemania is over <laughs> there you go all right so uh april 22nd i, I suspect at the cornhusker social hall again uh no, no? We're, we're now at the first avenue social hall oh uh the cornhusker social hall has been uh leased out uh, I believe to a sewer company or something, and they're taking the whole building over for storage. Okay. So you know, as uh, you know, 
Everything has a price. Originally, originally they weren't buying the whole building, but now nah, then they decided to take. Well, the I mean, and- in in a capitalistic society, going back to Tetris, I mean, usually things do go to highest bidders here and there, and you know, you just gotta maneuver. But I, I will say that I think a lot of Lincolnites have thought of Cornhusker Social Hall as the main place that you guys are at. And, yeah, uh, that's our home. But I mean, First Avenue Social Hall is legitimately right down the street there on you Cornhusker. Go. It's you know, a mile down the road, I think. All right, folks, we're on with uh, Brian Blade from the Midwest Wrestling Association, and uh, we'll keep going with him and talk about, you know, a little news here and there as as we get through today. 1,499.3-KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1,499.3-KLIN. All right, folks, here Wednesday, April 5th, uh, before we get back to uh, wrestling and mixing that in as best we can with some of the political talk, uh, interesting uh, articles uh, that came out, uh, both on KLIN.com and other outlets. Nebraska Department of Economic Development Director Tony Goins resigns. Um, You may recall that the Nebraska Examiner did an article kind of just detailing his use of state email and campaign events at at a venue that he owns and you know i i don't know that it has anything to do with that other than i know that puts some uh, more eyes if you will on how the grants were used uh from the department of economic development and ultimately some heat and uh you know me chose to resign which is which is fair and i'm sure governor pillen uh you know will find a suitable replacement uh, but that's interesting. I mean, you hear me talk about it a lot, right? The press has to ask the hard questions. They have to, um, you know, keep people accountable. And, you know, it, it can't cover everything. But, I mean, you know, I've been one of the biggest ones out there screaming about businesses being hit this weekend, you know, when 50 shots rang out in downtown Lincoln. Um, also one of the bigger ones, you know, putting out that there were 72 shots fired last September, you know. That spikes on, you know, essentially at Cornhusker and 27th. I mean, these are things you, the people, should know. Uh, and so, you know, ultimately ask the questions and find the truth. A story we broke here, it was actually hard to break it. Uh, Mark Vale, I, I think, came in and was covering. But uh, Mickey Joseph's case, uh, his domestic assault case uh, was dismissed. And uh, there you go. I mean, kind of the end of that, um, you know, sad either way you look at it. Um, and we hope the best for him and his family as they move forward. And we will come on back with Brian Blade, and then we'll talk local politics as well as wrestling. 1499.3-KLIN. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. 
Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, we're back here, second segment, Wednesday, April 5th. Uh, Just be advised, North 66th and Adams, a four-car accident, eastbound primarily. Uh, Watch for slowdowns, please. Watch for slowdowns. Again, that's North 66th and Adams eastbound, a four-car accident. Uh, Real quick, just to sum up, if you weren't paying attention to local elections and the primary, uh, it will be uh, incumbent Mayor... Larry and Gaylord Baird uh, versus Suzanne Geist in the uh, general um, in May. Um, I think most of us know that if we're listening to any news. Uh, City Council, District 1, Taylor Wyatt and James Michael Bowers. Really close race there, about 100 votes, so every vote matters. Uh, City Council member District 2, uh, Tom Duden. Um, and Bailey Fate, um, about 2,000 there. Again, um, a lot of candidates in that one, so... Um, pretty close. Uh, District 3 City Council, Lena Newman, uh, 4,200 votes, and Justin P. Carlson, 7,000. So there's a, a decent dispersal there. Um, City Council District 4. Um, wow, a lot of candidates, but uh, when you break it down, uh, Brody B. Weber and Wayne Rainwald, um, you know, about 300 votes there. So, you know, that's interesting when you look at it. I thought when I looked at all the election results, uh, here in Lancaster County, the most interesting was Airport Authority. Um, you had two choices. Uh, Chris Stokes got 21,000 votes, and the next closest was uh, Chris Hove at 15,000. Uh, why is that interesting? Because if you look at that, um, Chris Stokes, who has been on this show, and I'm almost positive it's Airport Authority, did not have a lot of money in the campaign. So I'm comparing this essentially to... Um, the mayor's race, where it's well publicized that there's been millions of dollars raised on both sides. Um, you know, he, he got about as many votes as our mayor candidates for airport authority running really just a simple grassroots campaign and name recognition. And so, you know, congratulations to those two. And I think that that's, you know, that's interesting, right? I mean, it doesn't always take money you know, to get votes for those people out there who may have a passion for any type of public service, you know, just to go out there and do it the old school way. Board of Education, um, we'll cover those a little bit later uh, in the show because I want to get back to uh, Brian here. Uh, Brian, you know, I know you pay attention more to uh, politics and just the goings on than just wrestling, and I always like to get your take. As you travel around, and I, I think I've asked you this before, but it's constantly evolving. As you travel around and go into different communities, what do you get the general public thinks of some of this stuff? Kind of the politics of modern-day America right now, current day. I think most people think it's, uh, it's kind of crazy, kind of nuts, especially you know, in the smaller places you go. Um, they, they really hate hearing about a lot of the money that's spent on some of this stuff. Um, yeah, I can imagine. Because it can go for somebody, you know, it's it's unreal the amount of money we we give to politicians for campaigns and such, and to get our own initiatives through or our own things that we want done, we will give. You know, if you were running for mayor, Jack, and I'm like, here's a million bucks, right? I want your vote on, you know, whatever, right? You know, when when you win, but what happens when you don't win? 
you just lost that million bucks. Right. You right. know, it's like it, it's a gamble. It's like going to the casino. And- it is, and I and I think that there. I mean, there are certainly large donors. We've all heard about them, but there is certainly a lot of mom and pops and people that are just given small amounts uh, for that hope, and it, it it does bring the question of like, well. Geez, you know, if we can pitch in 10 a month for that, you know, think what we could do if that was properly directed towards homeless or any other problem we have in society, right? Right. How can we have a starving, you know, anybody in America? How can we have homeless people? I don't understand some of it. Yeah, with with the millions and millions of dollars that are given to campaigns and just for... Yeah, Lincoln mayoral yeah, campaign. Yeah, I mean, Lincoln which, mayoral, I think, is you know about two million right now yeah, in totality. Yeah, for uh, I mean, we're not even at the general, right? <laughs> just just to get to this point, so you maybe add another million onto that, or even more. Maybe maybe end up doubling that, so you win the next election. So yeah. you win the win the general election, and what could be done with that money? There there should be something in there to where it's not. Maybe you have to give half to some kind of charity, or you well, have to match it. It's yeah. So I mean, what you're saying is, that as you travel around and definitely in smaller communities, I mean, people are just shocked by the numbers involved in politics financially. Right. They want you know, especially you know, you get to smaller places, people people want to be left alone. They want they they want to live their lives. They don't want it to be told to them what they should do, what they shouldn't do. They want order, but they don't want they don't want people to overstep their bounds or tell them how they should live or what they should do with this or what they should do with that. Yeah. Um the the overspending of the government and just just the BS we all have to go through at times yeah. for different things. I think most people in anywhere find that ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Most common sense people find that ridiculous. But in the end, on a lot of this stuff, we have to, we end up with two people to vote for. You know, like in the primary, you you got a bunch of people. And then you're trying to decipher through eight, nine, ten people. Like, okay, is this person full full of crap? Is this person, (laughs) is this person, hey, is this person really saying what, you know, is this person going to do what they're saying they're going to do? Is this person really meet, um, you know, my morals and my initiatives and what's going to be good for my life? And then you get down to the last two, whether it's presidential, mayoral, whatever school board airport authority yeah. and then and then you have to decide okay in a lot of cases i mean we can just use joe biden and donald trump a lot of people voted what what is the lesser of two evils right it wasn't i'm voting for joe biden because he's a better candidate right i'm they, not i'm not voting for donald trump because he's a better candidate i'm voting for what's a lesser of two evils and who is going to hurt me and the economy less right and and that's what stinks sometimes about politics is because a lot of times it, it just seems like more and more these days we're voting on people the lesser of two evils yeah, and two not, people that we think are good. You're not voting for say values or what you believe the person to be. You're voting against something, right? Right, or absolutely not. And I th- I think that's pretty accurate. And I think that's also sad. Um, that is not how we necessarily want the system. I know, you know, quote unquote, if I could be king for a day, 
um, or may, maybe that's a bad term here in America, but say, you know, the magic wand. I, I really think there should be term limits on everything. I mean, even in our United States military, I mean, you are termed out at a certain year. Um, and I, I don't understand how a government service person, you know, say like a Fauci, and this isn't political, folks. I'm just using him as an example. You know, he's there forever. And certainly our elected officials now, people will say, well, we got to have subject matter experts, this or that, and another thing. But in the end of the day, the root cause of government service or elected official is to serve. And we are all supposed to bear that burden a little bit as we can. And, you know, so I would put term limits on everything. And then I would just have a set amount of money. You know, the presidential election would probably be the most that you can raise and that war chest is the same for both candidates and just go down to each state and each race, you know, school board in Lincoln, Nebraska, you know, you can raise $10,000. It's, it's, it's and, and like sports. It, you have a salary cap. Yeah. You have a cap and that way, you know, yes, I know there'd be people that would manipulate it, but in the end of the day, then we have to get back to getting to know the candidates and their values. And we just can't rely on again the money wherever it comes from and so you know my point would be i would be reducing the money involved you're never going to get rid of it but i i think you could roll it back and have a salary cap yeah it's i mean so many people now are voting just because you've seen that name four billion times on the on the television it keeps flashing up and or you know you've seen 800 signs well that must be who i vote for because we live in a society where Every bit of knowledge is at your fingertips. But the problem is we don't know how much of that knowledge is true right? and how much is actually somebody made up. Because yeah. I, I can go on Wikipedia yeah. and, and change your whole thing or you know your whole life well, if even, I want to. Even here in Lincoln, Nebraska, right, folks? So Lincoln, Nebraska, I think many of us are well aware of some of the pro-Republican campaign ads on TV, maybe even radio that have been going. But then when I go home at night, and I constantly, you know, go through YouTube things. Boom. First commercial is the Democratic mayor candidate in Lincoln, Nebraska. So, you know, that's been targeted based on, you know, the bots, the computers, you know, to pop up on my essentially IP address. Now, yes, I could spoof my IP address and buy a software to say I was in Europe. But but, but I, I find that totally silly that. You know, I can just be wanting to watch Masters highlights, say, or, you know, WCWWWE, whatever, and boom, I'm going to get 30 seconds on the local mayor's race while I'm sitting in my Lazy Boy, you know, at 10 at night. Yep. I mean, but it, there it is, and it's at every level. And and a lot of people vote based on that because they don't they don't do your homework. I mean, we're in well, the whole... you get stuck in your brain. Right. Like, okay, uh, you know... This candidate, you know, whoever, oh, yeah, that was the last person I saw, you know, oh, they, they must be telling the truth, or that's the last name I saw, or, like, when you get down lower and lower on the ballot, how many people even know who some of these people are outside of, wait a minute, I, I think I know who that is, I saw that, you know, yeah, I saw their sign out in my neighbor's, my neighbor's yard, <laughs> you know, because, I mean, how many times you get down to, I mean, city council, or you get down to judges, and you're like, the, oh yeah, who we, in the world is judge? We had that last one. Everybody was like, "Who are all these judges?" 
And I mean, sadly, folks, I was unprepared to answer that question. Um, you know, they surprised me like they did a lot of Lincoln. And, and I don't study judges either because I really don't plan on going before them. Right. And I haven't been before them. So I really don't, you know, I don't know if they're doing a good, bad job. You know, I, I don't know. Right. You know, they're a judge now. Maybe they're doing all right. You know, it's hard to, you know, I, it's hard to say like, yep, they're doing a bad job without like, there's so much to still know on a ballot without going down. Yeah, that's what true. judges are up for this. Well, and I think what's their record? I think it's it's very it's one of the reasons I like having you on the show, not just to talk about wrestling and kind of not only go in the wayback machine, but also what's going on with MWA and where your next events are. But you're always willing to take some of these subjects because you very much are a, a common man American like the rest of us, and you know you travel a lot more, which gives you a unique perspective. Um, what, last question: We'll get back to wrestling. Would you? I struggle with this. Do you think the American voter is undereducated in voting or is or is frustrated with it more? Boy, that's that's tough. I would say at this point I would think frustrated. I I I would agree with you. I think there's a frustration which leads to the lack of energy to get educated on voting and what matters. That that's true. I mean, and I think part of it is is we are so we have become so divided between Republican and Democrat. I mean, you just look at Congress. You look at that every day. If 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 there's a Democrat president and Republican Congress, nothing gets done. Right. And vice versa, Republican president, Democrat Congress, nothing is done because, oh, we, we no matter if it's if the bill is good or right or best for America, it doesn't matter because oh, the Republican guy set it up or right. Oh, the president won't sign it because oh, the you know uh, Republican Congress came up with that. I can't sign it because I got to I got to yeah, my party the lines. Checks and balances works against us. Generally, it's a good system, but when it gets politicized, but yeah, you know, so more it's so much these days it's politicized that. There's such a divide, it seems like, between Republican and Democrat. Even, like, there's not common, like, we lose common sense in the whole deal. Yeah. Where we have to believe what this Republican says because they're Republican and I'm Republican, or I have to believe what this Democrat says because I'm a Democrat, and I have to go along with what they want, even though it may be the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. You know, where, and in a lot of issues, whether it's abortion, gun control, there's a nice middle line that we could come up with. It's There's a real good middle line on all that stuff you could come up with. And yet we just, nope, the Second Amendment says this, and this amendment says this. And yeah. I, I think we are so far away from what the forefathers set out with amendments and what our government was supposed to be and the checks and balances. And, you know, I, I, I they're probably all turning over in their graves when you, <laughs> when you hear people arguing about about the Constitution and amendments. And, oh, I'm sure they like, are. That is not what this meant. I'm so. sure they are. Oh, well, Scott, on the text line, Rick's on recognition text line, uh, I've got a question. Think about it while I read this little promo. But uh, he's asking uh, you what your favorite political podcast to listen to is. So think about that for a second, Brian, and then we'll get back to wrestling. But business owners of Lincoln and Liba members and their guests, come join Barry Law for an open networking opportunity, uh, Liba's BizNet. This Thursday, April 6th, from 4.30 to 6 p.m. at Barry Law Firm at 70th and O. Check that out, everybody. Always great to network amongst the business owners here in a local area. Uh, yeah, Scott, appreciate it. That's a good question. Well, You're I don't on listen, the road a lot. Yeah, what I, what, I, I don't what would you to, say is an influence on I, you? I don't know. I don't listen to many political podcasts because I, there's only so much I can take. Um, <laughs> fair. That's fair. Know, the, the show I watch the most, political show, though, I watch Gutfeld tonight. Okay. It's just, you know, because he blends a lot of humor and, and satire and sarcasm, right? 
into whatever he's trying to talk about news-wise. Right, and it it's kind of funny. It's not serious all the time. It's not You get some information, but they're not trying to... It's not always the influence like a Fox News influence or a right. CNN influence, and it, it's just... It's funny, well, and they're and making the, fun of the, the situation. The panel and, he has is usually very diverse background Americans, right? And and it's kind of a free flowing, say it like you feel it, and and so that it's a good show from an entertainment standpoint. You know, it, it's conservative leaning a little bit, but um, they they don't shy away on that. It's a good one, right? And I mean, I'm I'm conservative in nature, right? But I can, but there's a lot of things that I'm more common sense where I can see the middle of things to where, yeah, yep, okay, you're, you're too far one way or too far the other. There's there, there's something wrong here because you you know we don't need this over here, don't need this over here. We need yeah. to be in the middle, and yeah, I may lean conservative, but there's a lot of things I see in common sense, and I won't go crazy one way or another. All right, Brian Blade, Midwest Wrestling Association. We've got 30 seconds right here. Uh, give us the five W's on the event coming up uh, April 22nd. Well, April 22nd, we're now at the First Avenue Social Hall, which is 2310 North First Street, which is basically First Street and Cornhusker Highway. Uh, tickets on sale at Ticketstripe.com backslash Lincoln April 22. They'll we'll also have tickets on sale at the venue. Johnny Cadillac's got some tickets. You want to buy Johnny Cadillac? Tickets from Johnny Cadillac? Come and get them. But April 22nd, 7 p.m. Saturday night. Don't miss it at the First Avenue Social Hall. There you go. We'll talk about some of the matchups hopefully when we come back and finish this show. 1499 3KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499 3KLIN. Brian, give me some of the matchups uh, the folks here in Lincoln can see on the uh, 22nd. Well, as uh, Johnny said, we've got Van Johnson defending the championship. All right, title defense. Yep, against gorgeous Alex Gretzky. That ought to be. Uh... Hopefully, uh, uh, Gretzky can get him. I'm in a tag match with one of my best friends in the business. Vinny Lee Glamrock used to be Vincent Goodnight. Okay. Nice nice Vinny Lee Glam- Glamrock. We are taking on Xander McIntosh. And, and against one of my best buddies. friends in the business, yep. The Sieve. The Sieve. The Sieve. Yes. Where did he get that name, Johnny? You don't know? Oh, the... I know. I just... Oh, I, we I, can't can I guess we can't air. talk about we that on the radio. We can't talk about it on air. Okay, no problem. We got the women's title match. Judy Azul, who's the new women's champion, taking on Amina Belmont. Uh... She's had a great track record wrestling in uh, uh, Minnesota and South okay. Dakota and North Dakota, and cool. uh, it's going to be a great matchup. They got two title matches, a great yep. tag team we got, match. We got Mr. Fitness 2 taking on VD, Vic Douglas. Should be an interesting match. Vic Douglas, good Kid Kamikaze's on the card. Levi McDaniel's on the card. Dami Pepper Cricket's on the card. So it's going to be a great night of wrestling. We got, you know, it'll be six or seven matches, and yeah. it's going to be a, a lot of fun that night. A lot night. of entertainment. And, and maybe I get my hands on Dave Sullivan. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what uh, what happens that night. Dave, I think you've got to show up. One way or another, you've got to get back in the ring. That's just my opinion. Not not following it closely, but it sounds like to me, for your honor, you need to get back in the ring. He, he, he he needs to do something. Maybe I mean I I'll even take it on in a you know maybe a, a handicap match. Him and Van Johnson against myself. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Lincoln. Uh, we will have uh, some Mormon missionaries on tomorrow. Just a chance encounter. Uh, you all see them uh, around doing their mission and and spreading their word. And I thought, hey, come on the air and just educate people because it's just something that, uh, listen, as Americans, uh, we don't always hear about. And I thought, what a great chance to talk to a different group of young people and their mission. 1,499.3 KLIN.